We're ready to go. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. This is episode two with Genesis Hinckley. Um, we're so excited. I'm, actually, I'm very serious. I'm very excited to have her. She was on the very short list of people that I wanted on here right away just because she has an amazing story. Um, and then just a bit of background for those of you that maybe didn't tune in for the first episode. This is your stay at the Marriott, um, where essentially myself, Mitchell Kimball, I talk to some really awesome heavy hitters in the Marriott School of Business about their experience to motivate and, and help students that are just getting started or just about to apply for the Marriott School or even looking for jobs well into the Marriott School, um, of just how they did it, how that process worked, and how that can be replicated. So we're very excited to have her on the show today. Just a <laughs> little bit of background on Genesis. She grew up in Northern Virginia. Um, she is a finance, a recently graduated finance major, technically done with school, but she will be walking here soon. She has interned at Cashed Private Capital, currently works at Kiln, uh, interned at Google, and played rugby for BYU, and did their, not track and field, what am I trying to say, triathlon. Yeah. Triathlon <laughs> <Similar>. club. <laughs> so did it all, essentially. <laughs> And she'll be starting at Google as an associate account strategist this summer. And let me just add that I've had questions in the past with interviewing and just getting help with miscellaneous things for applying for companies. And Genesis was one of the most influential people that helped me along the way. So Genesis, welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, just give us a little bit of background on you besides the businessy stuff that we yeah. just talked about. No, for sure. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm actually stoked, and I love you describing me as a heavy hitter. You're a heavy hitter. <laughs> um, that's like my. That's what I've been using to describe people recently. I love. It's that a good one. Are motiv like motivational for me? A heavy hitter. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm Genesis. I was just like Mitchell said. I was raised primarily in Virginia, but was born in Illinois. Uh, we moved around a lot, but I'd say Falls Church, Virginia is my home. Um, I, uh, I'm a first-generation college student, so I am pretty stoked about that. Um, <laughs> coming to college was a big deal for my family, and so um, there's gonna be a lot of partying going on on April 26th. <laughs> um, Are they all coming up? Um, yeah, my family, yeah. Cause um. So I'm from Bolivia. Um, that's in South America, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but, yeah, so most of my family is out there, and I have just a select few out in Virginia. But, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, let's, uh, let's get started, and let's, let's introduce your journey with uh, how you felt when you first started at BYU. And I know there's a little bit of background, a little bit of context that goes into that. Yeah. BYU wasn't exactly the first choice, but... If you could elaborate, that would be great. Yeah, so just a little bit of context. Essentially, my family, the relationship that we had with the church is that my mom was a convert. So my parents are divorced. My mom converted to the church. Um, so I was technically born into the church. Um, and But like th while we were growing up, we weren't super active, right? So like the church was kind of part of my life, but at the same time, like there were times where it wasn't. And so when it got to my senior year, I was like, like, okay, I'll apply to like BYU, right? Um, because I had participated, I don't know if you've ever heard of the SOAR program, um, but uh -huh. essentially it's 
It's a program. Is that an acronym? SOAR? Yes. Oh, I forgot the acronym. No, no, no. <laughs> Guys. Anyway, SOAR program, because that's all I call it. But essentially, it's for oh, academic refinement are the last two. Okay. okay. Summer of academic refinement. <laughs> okay. Wow. So uh, essentially it focuses on getting more diverse candidates, qualified diverse candidates into uh, BYU. So just expose them to the BYU experience and um, hopefully get them to apply and um, if they qualify, be admitted. So that was my first introduction, which was my the summer of my junior year, which um, I have to give a shout out to Johnny Bigelow. So he was the one that actually, he was a missionary in my ward. What? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone no always way. freaks out when I tell them. Anyway, so he literally applied, so helped random. me apply to the SOAR program, which I got into. As a missionary, when he was a yeah. missionary? Yeah, isn't that awesome? That's wild. Anyway, cool. Cool. Anyway, um, and so... That was my first experience, and I was like, sick, love it. Went back to my senior year, and I was like, I was kind of like, I don't know, like, everyone was applying to other schools. No one really knew about BYU. I was kind of like, oh, like, I want to do something exciting, like, be different. Like, BYU is where every single, like, LDS (laughs) person, like, most of the time, right? Um, And so I was like, I want to be different. I didn't know what I felt about, like, the church at the time, and but there was something that was, like, pulling me. And so it could have been like cheap tuition, it could have been whatever, sure. the beautiful yeah. mountains. Um, but really, like, I don't know, call it what you want, but something was pulling me in. That is awesome. So you started school and you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do. How did you settle on finance? Yeah. So I, um, as soon as I was able to work, I actually, like, just in high school, I got into retail. And okay. so Air Apostle. You know, yeah. was my jam. And so um, I like, I just loved like Aeropostale, you know, like you're just selling clothes, but there was something else to it, right? Like it was understanding the relationship that you have with clients. And so the sales aspect was, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like I'm good at this and like, I love this. So it was essentially business at first. And then I came to BYU, I was like, like the idea of marketing like sounds awesome. Um, I feel like I'm creative, you know, and things like that. But honestly, like I just felt that I wanted to challenge myself in like a different way. Um, and like I've always been passionate about numbers, not very good at it. But I was like, you know what? Like let's do finance. Like I want to increase my like like or just improve my analytical abilities. And so I was like, like this is gonna be hard. But like, why not? You know, and and I'm gonna learn so much from it. So I was like finance, and it was definitely the way to go. So you weren't one of those people that just came easy. <laughs> it, was just, it was just way easy for yeah, you. No. I, like what? I mean, what kind of a time commitment was it to Dude. understand all? Of, it is well the, before you even got in, and yeah. once you got in too. Um. So when I, when I was think I, I like decided I knew okay I want to do business. Here are like this majors that I think I want to do. And so I said, okay, let's say marketing, accounting, and finance. And so I made sure that the classes that I took would overlap with one another so that I could potentially, like if I just changed my mind randomly, that like it would still, I would still be like on track to graduating when I was supposed to. Um, But essentially like I, 
it was hard. It was freaking hard. Like I literally, I would, I would wake up, like, well, I would go to triathlon club, six a.m. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's, um, that's no easy go. ordeal waking up at triathlon <laughs> club. I lasted about two semesters and then going to bed at like ten, nine, eight o'clock. Seriously. Hey, I had a good uh, incentive. My husband was there. Yo, My okay, future wait, wait, husband. Yeah, no, I didn't. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> It's yeah, triathlon club. Yeah. Was did you did you meet him the first day and then you just kept going? Dude, so quick happened? story. I went to Involve Palooza. If you don't know what that is, Brigham Square. They like like at the beginning of the semester they pull out all yeah, the clubs. They have the they have the bike going, huh? Yeah, yeah they, they the do have club. the bike. That's how I started. I love it. Yeah. So I went up the first. Well, I was like way intimidated. I was like, he is way cute. Like I'm not going up. Went up. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I had, I have no chance. So I was like, really myself, you know, like too much of myself for like the first get go, you yeah. know. And then I don't know. I went to the club and we, uh, I guess we like really, really liked each other and got married. So, yeah. yeah, very, very anyway, cool, awesome. So. Um, Basically, I would wake up 6 a.m., go to a triathlon club. I would stay on campus, go to go shower at the RB because I was like, I'm awesome. wasting no time. Yeah, yeah not going back And home. 8 a.m., I was Smart. ready to go. I would start my homework, go to class, do homework, like, right in between. And then that was basically every single day until I got in, actually, until I graduated. Like, I didn't, I did, I haven't, I stopped going to the triathlon club because I started playing rugby my sophomore year. Um, so things kind of changed, but I was still like way busy and yeah. like I had to like, luckily I don't, I can survive off like five to six hours of sleep, which is a gift. But survive though. Yes, yeah, survive. Not, That's not thriving. <laughs> no, not thriving. Okay. But Good. <laughs> yeah, so just a lot of, man, like looking back, it's like school sucks. You know? <laughs> like, like it's awesome. Like, cause well, like of what you gain from it, but like. Seriously, it, 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 it's not going to be easy, you yeah. know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about grit a little bit later on here. <laughs> so I'm glad that we have some, some context for that. So can you tell me, we, we mentioned a lot of really awesome places that you're either at currently or are going to be working at, and especially the big Google word, right? <laughs> so tell me, tell me, what are the resources what were some resources, maybe common throughout each of the things that you did, that helped you land those internships or the job that you currently have or the job that you're going to start as an associate account strategist? Yeah, um, a huge. First of all, like just a huge thing that happened that really enabled me to get this internship, um, or the internship at first was a friend, actually. Okay. And so. His name's Nelson. Do you know Nelson? Nelson. I forget his last name. I, I don't feel like I know anyone named Nelson. No. Nelson. Anyway, shout out to Nelson. All right. Um, thank Nelson. you. He, so basically, he was part of the BYU Tech Club. Wait, when was this? Is, is this, this pre-finance, or is this? This is in my, break. I think this is, this is my junior year. Okay. This is my junior year. I'm just chilling one day. So Nelson calls me, and he's like, hey, I'm part of the BYU Tech Club. I, I can invite like a set amount of people to this lunch that Matt Walter, if, you, if, you, if you've thought about getting into Google, you, you know the name Matt Walter. Um, yeah. So jot it down. He's your man. Folks. Um, no, but basically he calls me, he's like, we're gonna have this like really like intimate like lunch with a select group of people and he's like, you can meet Matt. 
uh, before the like massive uh, information session that like you literally you have to no one has a chance oh yeah <laughs> no um, one has a chance so I was things. like dope right I was yeah. like oh my gosh thanks so much for thinking of me like this is awesome like Google has always been a dream of mine but like you know you you, you kind of you have dreams <laughs> you know sure. anyway so <laughs> I go to the lunch everything's cool like I make myself known to Matt Walter okay like, hey Genesis like give him the little spiel you know and then he has another information session. Guess who shows up? Me. <laughs> so I showed up to literally every single information session. Um, so he like would see like, hey, like I just took like five hours out of my really busy day to like, just so you can see me, you know? <laughs> um, and he actually, we always laugh about it. So, <laughs> um, but basically like I made myself known. And um, so massive resource was first of all, a friend. Just to like, if you have, if you, if people know you and they know who you are and your work ethic and um, like what you're made out of, like they're gonna think of you when this awesome opportunity comes up. And so um, I hope that Nelson had like a, just a good idea of who I was, right? To invite me to something so big. Yeah. Um, so that was one. BYU Tech Club then became like literally like the best resource. And I feel like I hear it all the time, you know, BYU Tech Club is the best. Um, but basically then BYU Tech Club hooked it up with just resources and um, helping me understand like, what is tech? You know, like this new thing that's evolving, it's like the tech industry. Like what yeah. does it really mean? Is people think it's IT, like no, like yeah, it's anything, yeah. <laughs> anything software, you know? Um, anyway, so Tech Club, I reached out to Matt after seeing him multiple times. He totally remembered me. Sure. Uh, plus, I'm, I'm blessed with a unique name, um, so he remembered. I emailed him. Literally, when I was emailing, I was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna get so many emails. Yeah. Like, there's no way. But I was like, whatever, like, what's up? And emailed him, he responded. He was like, listen, this is what you have to do. Apply through this link. Um, he tried to put in a good word for me and after that, he was like, listen, like, this is all I can do for right now. If you get an interview, you call me that second. And I will help you, and, like, we'll make sure that you get it. And so it was awesome just to have, like, him as a resource to feel like he was legit, like, right there with me. And, and I, like, I hope that he, like, he, I'm sure he believed in me so much to put that time, you know? So anyway, that, that's how it happened, and then I got it after a ton oh my gosh so I, okay i remember <laughs> i remember you talking about getting help from him with mock interviews and i couldn't you by the time i talked with you you had done about three with him and you yeah. did and you did like three more before your next before did, your next interview i did a lot so basically okay just so you kind of know like how the the program that i did um so it's called bold uh it's the bold internship with google and essentially you apply you cater your resume to like what you want to do, and then they choose where they want to put you, essentially, is how oh, it works. Cool. Um, and so I catered my resume toward um, like helping clients. That was just like, right? Like going back to the Aeropostale story, like <laughs> sure. literally that was my life, right? <laughs> so I was like, dope, like let's do that. And um, so the first time I did a mock interview with him, um, he literally told me he wouldn't hire me. And Whoa. yeah. At that moment, I was like, frick, like, I have been trying so hard, like, to, like, think very, so, like, what, what Google, like, looks for is leadership, 
role-related knowledge, general cognitive ability, and googliness. We can talk about that a little bit that later. That could be a 12-hour-long <laughs> um, So essentially, like, like, he told me he wouldn't hire me. I'm like, frick, right? So he told me what I needed to fix, which was I just I needed to be more concise. I needed to be um, I needed to essentially list my what I was going to talk about in like bullet points and then go in and talk about those bullet points that I just stated. So very clear, super clear, like annoyingly clear. Yeah. And he was like, okay, like like let's do it again like tomorrow, and we did it again. He was like, you know, like. I don't know, like, like, like there were some good things that you He's said, pushing you. but like not, you know, like it wasn't perfect. Yeah. <sighs> that night, I literally went home. I was so stressed because I had like midterms. I had like this was my, mind you, this was my first year, my first semester in the finance program. Oh, in the core. Huh? Yeah, and that's not Ooh, easy, you know. No. And so I was like, okay. Um, so I went home that night. I'm pretty sure I like stayed up until one a.m. Forced my husband to help me. Um, he wanted to sleep and literally the next day I went and interviewed with him and he was like, you got it. Like just do exactly what you did and you got it. Wow. And so like at that time I was like, yes, like I'm going to get it, you know, but at the same time I was trying to humble myself cause I don't want to like, uh, yeah, yeah. like just such a disappointment. Anyway, then I got it. <laughs> How'd that feel? It felt so good. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Do you think it do you think it felt good just because of all the stress you had to go through or just because it's no. like it's Google? Listen, so like okay, like some people they like okay, like I want to go to Google and it's just the name, right? Like they just want like that awesome name on your resume and like I get it. Like it's a pretty freaking cool name. Yeah. It's a great to, place to work like but for me it was more than that. Like so when I was growing up, um, like I said, I'm a first generation college student, so I had no support. Like literally no, like when it comes to applying to college, understanding FAFSA, think, thinking of like my finance, like how am I gonna pay for this, right? Like I had no support. Google was my life. Like, and this just like, like Google was literally everything, like I would get home, if I didn't know a question on FAFSA, Google it, right? And this was how I applied to college. And so it was more to me, it was, I wanna be part of a company that like, that like I've had that's helped me personally and helped so many lives, you yeah. know? And so, wow. yeah, so it, it was more to me than just Google. And and honestly, I was rejected so many times before that I was like, frick, like I gotta get this. And yeah. like Google's not a very good uh, like backup plan. <laughs> you know, it's no. not, the, not <laughs> the last one that you want to have. Well, yeah, okay, so, so let's talk about that really quick. Cause I think when you, when you see people like you, at least for me, uh -huh. you think, wow, this person like, has everything figured out, they want something, they get it. Tell me a little bit about the other things that you applied for and what things that you wanted to do that didn't quite work out. Yeah, uh, first of all, I don't have it figured out. <laughs> I Everyone makes it look like you, they do, but we don't, you know? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. we, dude, like. Well, that's, the, that's the whole point I of this, so many this times. podcast, is, yeah. there, is to un, unveil what's actually going on. Absolutely, like, no, like first of all, I don't have it figured out, like while I was in the finance room, Oh my gosh, I cried so much. I was like, I'd go home and just like, I like, I would get like on my accounting quizzes, I would study for them. I'd get like three out of 10, okay? I would guess, I would get five out of 10 after guessing, you know? Like, yeah. what does that even mean? <laughs> anyway, okay. 
So basically, Frick, what was the question? The question is, uh, so failure. So yeah, what? Mm-hmm. So what? What places did you try to apply for that didn't work out? Yeah. Just so to give people an idea. Okay. So when I started applying to companies, the big four didn't really sound exciting to me, to be frank. Right? Like that just wasn't exciting to me. And so I was like, well, that's what like all my friends are doing, like like that are in finance, and that's just like what you do. Um, but I was like, no, like I want to apply to Disney, like Pick Monkey. I want to apply to Amazon and Google, right? And so and then I applied to like a bunch of little ones that I didn't really was I wasn't really excited about. Um, but I did the Disney. I didn't even get like through the first round. Okay, cool. There goes a rejection. I'm like, whatever. Then I um, did Amazon. I went all the way, like I actually went to Amazon, I did the final round, um, it was my birthday. No, the and day I, of the final interview? Yeah, <laughs> no one even wished me happy birthday, can we talk about that? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> literally, like it was my birthday and I was excited, I didn't feel good about the interview, I just, honestly, I didn't prepare that well. I like, I didn't know what it took to get an, to get an internship, I just, I, did, I didn't, like no one talked about like how hard they were working. They were like, oh, like, yeah, I'm just studying for my interview. Like no one like knew the, no one told me the right lingo. Like no one told me how I was supposed to like analyze cases. I just didn't have, I didn't feel like, first of all, like the resources were there. I just didn't use them. And I really think that's what it went down to. Um, But anyway, I get to the final round. I don't get Amazon. I was like crying, right? Like there goes my second rejection. Um, and it's a company that I actually genuinely wanted to work for. And then I applied to PicMonkey, also got to the final round, and they said they loved me, but, you know, of course, yeah. rejection. And so, like, that sucks, you know? And I, it felt like crap. Like, I have to apply to so many more, like, just to get you're only You're exhausted after Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's, you're at the point where you're just like, frick, dude, like, just, like, let me let me get some other job like you know like you're just desperate at this point um but i was like okay no like i'm gonna apply to more more uh jobs and just see see what happens but right when i made that that shift in attitude i got my interview for google and at that moment i was like you're kidding right like that's awesome First of all, like, and are you serious? I had to look at the email like multiple times. And um, at that moment, I was like, well, it seems like this is my last chance. And I was like, well, this is the hardest one. Like, like, if you know Google, you know it's very prestigious and so many people apply to it. And like, what are the odds that some, some girl from BYU, you know, is gonna get it? And so that was where I was like, Dude, I'm gonna if I have to stay up till like 5 a.m. and then wake up an hour later, like I'm gonna for do triathlon it. club. Yeah, for a triathlon. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. You know, which, which is not an easy <laughs> way to start your morning. By the way, that's awesome. That is so awesome. So I failed a lot of times, and not a lot of people know this. And like, like I, I was honest about it. Like, if I didn't get in, like, it's embarrassing. It really is. It's like, like. Just think about it. Like, everyone's applying. People are telling you, like, oh, I just got, like, PWC, like, sick. You know, everyone's excited. And you're over here, like, yeah. sucking. You know? Like, <laughs> like that's what it felt like. It's like, frick. Like, like, I can't tell you that I got one. Yeah. You know? 
I think I think something interesting though about your attitude is that even if Google didn't work out, w- would you have just stopped? No. No, you wouldn't have, right? <laughs> uh-huh. You would have. You would. And I think I think the main theme that I'm seeing from you and then from Ella and then from some of the other people that we're going to talk to is that there there isn't there isn't a stop there isn't a I'm done there's a figure it out until something works and there's going to be a lot of rejections along the way oh for sure um that's a beautiful beautiful story Genesis thank you so much uh let's wrap this up with one piece of advice that you would like to give to people in the Marriott School right now? What, what's something that you took from your experience and feel like people, people need to apply to their lives or need to understand? Yeah, I think that, man, this is, BYU in general is very competitive, right? Yeah. Like, even in like your GEs, everyone's like <laughs> kind of crazy. Everyone's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like in the Marriott School, it's like extra. Turn oh it up my a couple of notches, goodness. Yeah. Dude, like a hundred notches and I think that, like, that sucks. Like, com- competition, though, is good, right, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But I would say stop comparing yourself. Like, just stop. Like, it's so easy to just be like, oh, my gosh, like, that person just got, like, all these job offers. Now they're, like, choosing. I don't even have one. Like, and, oh, like, this person is working at, like, this massive, like, tech company or whatever, and you don't necessarily want to work in a massive tech company, but like you apply just because everyone else is doing it, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like that's so common. But like just stop comparing yourself. Like honestly, the best competition is yourself and the person that you were yesterday. Like if you look at the person you were yesterday, like try to be better today and that's it. Like like don't worry about what other people are doing because what they're going to show you is the overnight success. That's what that's what like people want you to see. But the truth is is that you're just catching up. Is that you're literally just you haven't seen every all the hard work, all the tears, all the um, sacrifices that this person has had to, to do to to get that job offer. Maybe you need to work a little harder or maybe you just need to believe in yourself. But that's that's basically it. Just stop comparing yourself. I love that. Yeah, overnight success doesn't exist. There's over <laughs> weeks, over months, and over years of dude over hard over minutes <laughs> hard work. Um, thank you so much, Genesis. If you can't get enough of her advice and her story, <laughs> she actually has a blog where you can you can tune in and learn more. Can you just just briefly talk about that? Yeah. So What's I it called? it's called genuinelygenesis.com. So um, got my own domain and everything. <laughs> um, I basically talk about just my life, my experiences, but it goes more deeper than just like, I don't know, just like I feel like what most people share about. It's more about like my experiences being like growing up uh, underprivileged and uh, growing up as a first drink, uh, as a Hispanic American, growing up with uh, a single mom and um, just basically sharing my experience, my views on diversity, inclusion, on poverty, on things that I feel like should be talked about. So, yeah, and I'm soon going to start sharing other people's stories. So, way excited awesome. about that. Very cool. Thank you so much. Again, and, and thank you so much for coming on the, uh, the podcast. Just to emphasize a couple of points here before we close. It all starts with something simple like a friend and ends with you working as hard as you can to 
make whatever you can happen. It might not be Google or Amazon or it might not be whatever you think it's going to be originally. But if you follow the same steps that Genesis just talked about, something awesome is going to work out. So there's just no stop. And that's a wrap. So thank you for tuning in to your stay at the Marriott. Um, we're excited to have this show. If there's anyone that you feel like needs to be recognized or, or uh, put on this podcast, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or however you can. And that's it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys.